This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, show. the show. Previously on, the black man misunderstood. Yo, you want some other thing? What's up, bro? Yo. You, you don't want me to be honest yeah. on this podcast? No, you be honest. No, no. I ain't say that. I'm just saying, no. yo, you petty, bro. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen. Black man, black man, black man. Misunderstood. It's your boy, Mike B. In the neighborhood therapist. Episode lucky number seven of the Black Man Misunderstood. Here we discuss topics about the black man that most are afraid to speak on. I am your host, the neighborhood therapist, and I am rocking with always Mike B. Yeah, yeah. And again, this is lucky number seven. So y'all gonna be like, Bro, you ain't introduced the episode, though. You just keep saying lucky number seven. Yeah, it's a lucky number seven because I'm about to go in. You hear me? I'm about to go in. Low Mike. Jealous. Mike. Yeah. I'm not okay. Okay. I'm not okay. And, and just hearing me say that to you, right? What does that do to you as a black man, hearing another black man say that to you? Well, between us, it's like, I know we talk, so it, it opens up something like, all right, something's wrong. What's up with you? Like, I need to find out why you're not okay. But at the same time, when you hear from another black man, he was like, yo, it's something serious. And people don't understand how serious that is. Why? Why is it something serious? Because you chose to say, I'm not okay. People say, I'm not okay every day. Fact. But I feel like we're hold to a different standard of how we have to handle our emotions. But I'll get into that later. Hear me out, yo. Hear me out. Hear me out. I feel like a proper history, because I remember I alluded to it in season one, right? A proper history has to be painted about the black man. A proper history. Not the yep. history that you were fed and that you regurgitated mm-hmm. talking about slavery and the transatlantic, this, this, and that. I ain't talking about that. Yep. Talking about the proper history. All right, let me hear it. All right. So this is where things get scary. Some people say we are from the continent of Africa that wasn't Africa back then. Africa is named after a Edomite king that led and conquered. And he brought those separate countries of Nigeria, Cambodia, not Cambodia, I'm tripping, uh, Ghana and things like that. They brought those countries together to make the continent of Africa. Okay, A lot of people say that's where we start. Okay, I got to go. I feel like we were scattered all around this place already. It's just me, right? But if we're talking about the proper history of it, let's just call a spade a spade. Indigenous people, what are they, Mike? Hmm. 
people are like, they, oh, they're Indians and the Native Americans and whatnot. But you go look at them, who they look like. Black folks. So hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. We're not, we're not, we're not even gonna, we're not even gonna play. All right. Hear me out. Go ahead, bro. I'm listening. So, so okay. Proper history. According to the neighborhood therapist, all right, and it might be as he wants to sprinkle in, all right. Just of course, we're not saying it's all facts. According to us, okay, we were sprinkled all over this place. A mass majority of us was in the continent that is now known as Africa, okay, and we are sun people. We mm. enjoy the sun until we mm. feel like, all right, that's enough. I'm going inside. Okay, mm-hmm. and you had peasants, you had leaders, you had your uh, your sheep herders. You know, you, you, you know, you had your concubines, you had your wives. Okay, yep, that was real. That happened somewhere along the line, because we are a caring people. Naturally, no matter what you say, no matter what hood you throw, you be like, oh, care. You the op. You got a caring bone in your body. There's a heart in there somewhere. <laughs> Every black person is a caring person. Something happens to us, you know, mm-hmm. we feel it and we go. And then we hit him with the, yo, you, that couldn't be me, yo. I ain't going for it. And we all do the same thing, okay? Max. All right? So I'm saying all that to say this. Us being caring folks that we are, some people that didn't quite look like us, and some that did look like us came and started whispering like the serpent whispered to Eve. Oh, am I talking this morning? I'm about to start preaching, Mike. You gotta, you gotta slow me down, bro. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta slow me down, bro. Because I'm gonna get real disrespectful in a minute, bro. Hear me out, okay? <laughs> you go ahead, bro. Me down, okay? Look, I'll jump in to help out when I can. But right, go ahead, <laughs> bro. I'm hey, listening. Listen, look, look. Listen. <laughs> I'm standing on what I just said too. Some people yes, that may not have looked like us and some that looked like us mm-hmm. came. Mm-hmm. They were speaking some very sweet words like the serpent from talking to Eve. Okay. From them speaking to us, some of us willingly, this is the part they're not going to like, some of us willingly put ourselves into bondage. Mm. Okay. That's where you get the house slave from. They don't want to talk about that. And then, some, <laughs> come on, bro. I'm about to take it there. And then some of us was like, yo, what you doing? What's that? This hurts. What is this that you got on me? Oh, don't worry about it. And then they, they still sweet talk me. Don't worry about it. You know, just lead yourself to the ship. Some of us went to the ship willingly, but unwillingly, not, know, not knowing what was happening. Right. And then there was some of us that was just like, yo, this don't feel right. Let me go. Let, let this go. Get this off of me. They had to kill those people. And then the ones that they didn't kill, they beat them and then they got them on the boat. Okay. So you keep talking about um, we sold each other into slavery. That's when you start talking about, like I said, there were leaders and then there were peasants. Mm-hmm. Some of those coward leaders mm. sold their other black men and their black women Whoa. into slavery. Whoa. What's up? Wow. Are they really black? Are, you know, go back to a point. Are they really leaders, or are they just figureheads like we like to call? Them? But I mean, I, I, I mean, uh, yes, that it is what it is. But but here's the here's the wild thing about life, right? Now I said everything comes around 
full circle. You know, like life is done as a goal full circle. Those mm-hmm. same people, right, that look like us, that sold us into slavery so they can sit in position where they are at, are still currently living and doing the same thing. Their ancestors are still doing it to this day. The figureheads that you look up to, right? Mm-hmm. The reverends that y'all look up to, right? Yeah, nah, we here. We here. These are, the, these, these are the same people. These are the same Go ahead, people. bro. Okay, these are the same people that sold us into slavery, right? So that, that I needed people to understand. The history doesn't start with, oh, we were slaves. It starts right before that. It was prospering. It was peace. And when there wasn't peace, we was going to squabble about it. And then it was kind of like Black Pantherish, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of the times it was peace because it's like, what do we got to fight about? It's an abundance of women. The women work together. The women low-key ruled, hear me out when I say this, low-key ruled because they understood femininity way back then and they understand that the man feel like he running this thing but he know what time it is when he come home. Ooh, I heard somebody feeling this. You alpha males, y'all be all right. All right. So, so I need uh, people to understand we was good. We had math, we had science. What do you think the hieroglyphics do? All right, I'm not gonna go no more further. Like, just because <laughs> I'm gonna start bombing y'all. All right, yo, yo, we go ahead, bro. Go, huh? Yeah, I'm we had all of that already. Okay, calculus is not nothing new, fam. We've been doing that as a people. Don't do this, okay? So, that's where we started. Then came slavery, and then came Mike. Nothing. We're still in slavery. This goes by a different name. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. And 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 then and then you got the fucking nerve to ask me why I don't got a smile on my face. Uh... Smile. You guys look so much better when you smile. I am not talking about the Kirk Franklin song, by the way. Hi, bro. Come on. Come on with it. Got the, you got the nerve to ask me why I'm walking up in here with a straight face. I ain't mean mugging. I just got a straight face. I'm my business. Because the minute I get all too friendly with you and your husband feel a type of way, you're going to yell the R word. Mm. The minute I get too friendly with you, and start buddying, buddying with you at the golf tournaments, and you feel afraid that I'm gonna take your position, whatever that is. Mm. You're gonna get your folks together, and you're gonna. Now we're not physically lynching people out here no more, but y'all gonna emotionally and financially lynch me and my family. Red line. Am I getting too deep, Mike? I don't you like. No, bro, I'm enjoying this. You know this. You know how I do. I, <laughs> Come on. I, so so you, you, you hit all the points, bro. You're hitting the points, man. Come I'm, on. Come, I'm, come I'm, on I'm, with it. I'm just saying all of that to say this, Mike. I'm not okay, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the queens, right? We, we got our queens next to us, and they like, hey, what's the problem? What's going on? And it's like, yo, I want to tell you, right? I really want to tell you, and sometimes we tell them, right? We sprinkle what we tell them. Mm-hmm. But Mike, I'm a, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. You don't tell your wife ninety nine percent, hundred percent, of course, or what's going on of in your course. head. Of course, 
Why not? Of course. Why not? That, but hold on, hold on. Before you answer, why not? The love of your life. This is the one yeah. Lord made for you. Why, why would you not share everything that's going on inside of your brain with your woman, bro? Why? Because there is some stuff that meant to be handled by us. And some things, if you tell them, it, it adds more stress to it. So. so on the flip side of it, she says, but babe, you need to be open and honest with me. Tell me everything, no matter if it hurts my feelings. You ever heard that one before? No matter if it hurts my feelings, tell me everything. Mike, see, if she said that, that's a green light, bro. Why, why are you not saying everything? What's up? Because they say that, but that ain't a green light because that's not how we function. First of all, we there's times where you can be honest and it won't it won't bother them. But then there's other times different. Like, really? But at the same time, they won't tell you this at first. They'll mm-hmm. bring it up at a later time and you don't know why. Hmm. so it's it's talk about keeping peace in the house come on now so so for those of y'all don't understand nothing mike just said i'm gonna translate it in hood terms okay fellas the reason why we don't speak about the the trauma of the day that we just went through a hundred percent i'm not saying don't speak about it at all oh, yeah you got to oh, get yeah. that off your, your, your spouse is your sounding board right but the reason why we don't do it a hundred percent is because in the back of our minds, we know if we tell you 100% what's going on, there's a certain level of, I'm not protected, you're going to feel like. And my man is emasculated. You can say what you want to say all day, Queens, right? Oh, nah, you know, that I'm, I'm going to be there for him. I'm going to support him. You will. And in the back of your mind and in your actions, Unnatural, it's just naturally going to happen. You're going to emasculate it. At least that's how we feel. We could be wrong. Mm. Well, this day and age with everything going on, that's more likely. <laughs> Let's be for real. Yeah. So he can't do it. I'm gonna do it. This, that's bro. That I'm, that's I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> that's where this is going. So when you ask us if we're okay. We go, yeah. And you know, as a woman, because your woman intuition is the most highest of high, this is my opinion, the highest of high of superpowers that we have. Okay. And you know, we're wrong. We're lying. Right. And we still don't give it to you. And you get super frustrated. You got to take that as that is. We are protecting ourselves and we're protecting you from looking at us a certain way because hear me out and I'm going to shut up. The reason why I know it to be true that women, that black queens anyway, will look at us and go, Damn, right? She'll hear you, she'll feel for it, and she'll be like, I'm gonna support you and be there. But in the back of her mind, she's not gonna feel protected because historically, I'm going back to the beginning. Whoa, I already know where you're going. Come on now. Oh, you only repeat what I said in season one. Historically, historically, they put the black man on a whipping post in front of you. And they gave us lashes to the back. And then they laid you down and they went inside of you and forced us to watch. So you never, since then, you've never felt protected. Maybe the Black Panther movement changed it for you. Mm. Maybe the emerging bloods changed it for you in the beginning, not now. Maybe the emerging Crips, who used to be the Cribs, changed it for you. 
Maybe the Decepticons. A little y'all too young for that. But yeah, we here, okay. bro. We here. We're gonna talk that talk, bro. Maybe that changed it for y'all queens a little bit. But in 2022, y'all still kind of looking at us like, I gotta protect myself. You because you might not be able to do it. That's why I, as a black man, do what I do. And I don't care what nobody's talking to me about. But if you ask me if I'm okay, no, nah, I'm not okay, bro. <laughs> Facts. Woo, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am not okay. The pain of a black man. Now, before before we go further, bro, let, let's let's recap. What what was the definition of the black man that we said in two episodes ago? For you, sir. For you. Mm-hmm. You said a man that is crucified because of the color of his skin. That was deep. Can we get into it now? Because now it's, all, it's, it's time to talk about the pain. Please do. And, 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 and before we do, I need people to understand. I'm so not okay. I got a tank top on for this. <laughs> Wish I got the memo, but I ain't going to show y'all all that. Bro, I'm not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even putting on no shirt for this, bro. Just straight tank top. I'm not okay. So I want to hear everything you got. I want it to be raw. Do not sugarcoat. Don't cut no corners. I want that mic be fired. All right, I got you, bro. All right, the pain of being a black man. Why is it so painful? <laughs> First of all, I so many so many levels to this thing, but I'm gonna start with stress. All right, right, because we're constantly thinking about different things. This is another reason why high blood pressure is high in the black community. The stress, the stress of it all from birth. When you start walking, when you start talking, even when you start going to school, first thing you're stressing about is getting good grades because something that they didn't like to tell us when we were younger, but now we all know, by, the, by third grade, they're already predicting the prison population. Yep. That's stress right there, off the rip. The second part of the stress is... Growing up in the neighborhoods that we grow up in, not everyone has that stress initially. But then again, that stress is still there on both sides. No, no, I'm going on my, I know exactly where you're about to go to. So I'm going to talk about the main stress of living in the hood. You know, you see, you see poverty all around you. You see gang bangers, you see drugs, you see the prostitutes. That's stressful scene because you're like, is that what my life is going to be? Is, it, is that what it's supposed to be? Is the exactly. first question we act. Yeah. Exactly. But then you had the flip side when you're the only black black person in the community and you're like, why everyone keep looking at me? Why I'm always getting looked at when I'm in the pool? That's stressful. Eyes always on you. Why you always asking me to dance? Facts. <laughs> Oh, you trying to play basketball? Yeah, I don't even like sports. What are you talking about? (laughs) I just came here to play Pokemon, bro. Yo, bro. You just hitting them all, man. Come on, bro. Keep going, bro. Now, another part of the stress now goes into another point I like to bring out. Expectation. The stress of expectation. But then, what are the expectations? The long list. One, 
people look at us and expect us to be drug dealers at some point. They practice, like we said, play sports. Expect us to be talented some way, some fashion, somehow, and so uh, talented in in entertainment. Yes, in entertainment. Three, they don't expect us to know how to read a book. In some instances, or to be or to be as smart as we are. But, mm-hmm. and if we are that smart, oh, you must have grew up in this type of neighborhood, or you're an adopted kid with white parents. But there's no, you know, there. That's just expectations. Another expectation people don't talk about that we also stress about. We won't be able to take care of our family. We talk about it all the time. Stuff is not made for us. So there's always a struggle to level up. These are all stress. These are all expectations that a black man deals with the day he arrives on this earth. Point blank, period. Mike. You are uh, you a thousand percent right, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I allowed you to continue, and you didn't represent the other side of the expectation. The expectations that you gave were the expectation, mostly the expectations of the way that the world looks at us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you didn't go into the way that the culture. Oh, come on, hit I it, was- Mike. Come, Come on, on, man! I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was just, I was just setting the table, you know. Okay. Now flip side, let's get it. All right, you are the intelligent young black man in your family. Your family expects you to go to college. Your your family expects you to be the first one to graduate college, and not to just only graduate college, but graduate college on time, mm. and then come out of school, get the high paying job to help. Support the family as soon as you get back home. <laughs> Not even to better yourself to no. help the family. Eat. Eat. I just need you to eat. Keep eating, bro. Go. Come on. Not to mention, not to mention. All right. How many, how many of our, our black brothers who make it to, to these said league? What is the first thing that's bred into them? And I gotta help my family when I get home. Come on. Come on, real quick. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you eat, right? Just kind. Let me have a kind moment. Let me go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) I need for our people to stop calling them leagues. They're just different plantations. All right, go ahead. Well, you right. You right. When you only got like one or two minority owners, I I. Like four, four to five leagues. Well, two of the leagues, something like that. And that's not a knock to our athletes. Oh no, I rock with y'all. It is what it is, though. We're not gonna sit here and sugarcoat. Nope. But yeah, no, no. But those our same brothers who go and make it. You hear some of them like, "Oh yeah, I'm just trying to make my money. I can take my family out of the poverty." Get me, Marshawn Lynch. Get your chicken. I respect that, that you're looking out for your family because that's what you're supposed to do. But the flip side of that is when people expect you to do it all the time. One of, one of my favorite athletes of all time, Tracy McGrady, mm. right? He said this. When he made it, he wrote a check to a bunch of his family members and then told them, don't come to him for any more money. I respect that man. The man didn't have to give no one a dime. 
Not saying he didn't take care of his own. Right. You know, make sure mom was good. You know, that's all good. But he wrote a check to these individuals, bruh, and told them not to come back for another dime. I wish more people do that because <laughs> it, 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 because it shows a lack of effort on our behalf. Like, we expect someone to rise up for us and that person to bring us through. And we're not supposed to do anything on our own to make it. Because most people would look at it like, oh, he giving me a check. Oh, I'm going to spend this. I'm going to spend that. Not thinking about it. Right, I'm going to pay some of my bills here. Let me invest this other half here. We don't have that. A lot of people don't have that mindset and don't think about stuff like that. It wasn't taught that either, though. Yeah. That's also part of it. Another stressor. <laughs> Getting the right education that we need. <laughs> but yeah, it's a long list of other expectations out there that we can talk about. But, you know, I mean, I ain't going to list them all because I won't be able to. <laughs> but to move on, it's now what do others think about the black man? Hmm. And, you know, that goes back to the expectations. That goes back to the stresses that we deal with. But, like, it's really what do other people think about the black man? It's like, I'm going to bring it up. Take Will oh. Smith. Uh-oh. I'm going to take Will Smith for instance. The man has been class act of Hollywood for years. Right? I can give you that. Came up a rapper, came up a comedian. A rapper who didn't curse, by the way. Exactly. Right. Took And also took care of his kids. Allegedly. Because if you ask Trey, it's a different story, but go ahead. Well, well allegedly. Mm-hmm. For the most part. And on, from what we see. We see. Yeah. He's an outstanding young man. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he slapped, Another man on TV. Not just another man, Mike. Another black man. There you go. That's important. TV. Yeah, that's that's important. Another black man on TV. Mm-hmm. We begin to divide ourselves again. People saying, oh, he's standing up for his black cream. We understand why he did it. And then other people, he done set us back a couple of years again. Now. Don't get me wrong. I see both sides of the coin, but at the same time, it, it, it's it's like he slapped some somebody on TV. Yes, right. apologizes for it after. Mm. There's already videos and pictures and one of them talking about it after the whole situation. Mm. My man get banned for ten years, right? From going to the shows, which a lot of people joke and say, "Oh, that's pudgy. He got to sit through a boring show no more." Mm. Cool. But when these uh, pedophiles, these sexual harassment uh, 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 dudes of uh, of the Caucasian spectrum <coughs> do anything, I don't hear a word about them being banned. I don't hear a word about them giving back their Oscar. A black man had a, a slip, a slip of judgment. And we're ready, ready to be crucified. Once again, a man that is crucified because of the color of his skin. 
I just brought it back full circle. People don't even realize that. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say something, Mike. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I'm gonna say something. I pay attention. I, I look deeper than the surface, okay? And I feel exactly what you're saying, right? But there was a there was a third lens that people have failed to fear to nobody said anything. I have not set, seen it, okay, at all. Mm-hmm. And, and this is months. That happened months ago, okay. During that time, people don't understand. Will Smith is a method actor. He embodies the role that he's in, and he takes it super seriously. He be- becomes Ooh. the role. Oh, Mike, I'm about to eat. Hear me Ooh. out. <laughs> Hear me out. Come on, bro. I'm with you. Okay? He is a method actor. Okay? So the movie that he just won, the what was it, the Oscar? Academy, whatever, yeah. whatever that was? It, you know, it's the same thing. The Oscar and Academy Award, same thing. You're good. Whatever. I don't watch that crap. But that, right? The uh-huh. movie that he won it for was King Richard, where he was portraying a real black man. Richard mm-hmm. Williams. Richard Williams was the type of person that would walk up on the stage and slap the taste out of your mouth for speaking crazy about his wife or his daughters. Facts. He stopped an interview from an Edomite speaking to his daughter, asking her the same question over and over and over. While it was live, Will Smith did that as an actor. He reinvented that scene. Okay? You understand? I Mm -hmm. said Will Smith is a method actor. So what if he never left the role? Which is why it was so easy for him to walk up on that stage. Woo! And smack the fire out of his friend. It wasn't even a rent. This ain't no random person. This is his friend. Nope. This person been over to his house. Yep. They've cracked jokes in the living room. They've had roasting sessions before on one another. That's why. My opinion. Mm. My opinion. Woo! I, 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 ooh, I like that. I like that. I like who that a lot. Who Bro. am I, though, Mike? Bro, I like, oh, that was deep. That was deep. Yes, you can still add in the mental health part. He's not okay. Yep. They'd have been dragging him through the mud. Yes, I understand all of that. But I'm talking about something deeper that y'all did not consider. That man is a method actor. Jim Carrey played the role of some white dude that lost his mind. I forgot what movie it was. And then Jim Carrey literally lost his mind for uh, uh, like four years. And then he lost his wife, didn't he? Or his girlfriend or something like that. Something like that. Okay. Right. And then we and then we didn't hear from Jim Carrey until Sonic. Until Sonic, bro. Bruh, you ain't lying. Yo, it, crazy thing is, rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Exactly. There are method actors out there that <laughs> take their role so serious, they become the role. Now, I brought all that up to say this. I'm glad you brought up the Will Smith thing, and we can trans into this mm-hmm. Mike I feel like the majority of black men are the best actors in the world explain sir before because I know it's coming explain sir explain Yo, listen y'all know how I feel about J. Cole Nas and Kendrick Lamar man but the homies and Big Chris shout out to Big Chris J. Cole I, I can't say it on here because it was a lot of curse words but J. Cole said homies in the hood are the best actors you dap your homie up. Now, I'm paraphrasing. You'll dap your homie up, have your pants sagging, 
with your homies, but going to a job, fix your pants, put the suit and tie on, change your vernacular. Hey, how you doing? You get off the job. You, some of y'all put the tie around your head and y'all thug it out in your car home. That's an actor. You ain't being yourself. Who are you? When that song came out, bro, and, and he said it so plainly, it was around the time my grandfather was leaving this earth. I decided right then and there. That was only a couple of years ago. I decided right then and there. I said, yo, I am done wearing this mask, bro. I'm sick of putting this shit on in the morning. And every black man that's listening to this, I know you can feel me. I know you know what I'm talking about. Y'all black queens, y'all do this, y'all do it too, but y'all just do it better than us. Y'all, y'all, y'all wear it more elegantly. But that strong woman, black woman stuff, they tired of hearing that too. Because that's a mask. So I'm asking everybody listening, take the mask off. That's why you mm. feel so stressed. That's why you adhering to the goddamn stereotype. That's why I am who I am now, Mike, the neighborhood therapist. You can call it a persona all you want, but I feel like this been me. Anybody from back home, they'll tell you, they be like, yo, I don't feel like Just has changed. He got a little bit more money. He in a different zip code, but dudes still act the same, bro. We can't, sometimes we like, yo, bro, Just, you a white boy. Who listens to Led Zeppelin? Me. I've been listening to that since we was kids. Don't do me. <laughs> don't do don't you can't you can't say, oh, just you weird. You want some new stuff. How? I was listening to this when we was getting ready for the football games. People don't yo, I was I was talking about that the other day too. Like I I bumped the gospel before I played my the last set of music to get going. <laughs> People don't realize that it don't no. change who you are. No. This, this, this mask, this acting, this method acting that we're doing as a community got to stop, bro. We embody in the roles of people that don't even look like us. And the very, very crazy part about this, you want to give you a wicked testament of what's going on in the world? Y'all, us, together as a culture, we are attempting to be characters that look nothing like us, don't move nothing like us. And on the flip side of this thing, no people go to sleep at night and they want to be us. This don't make no sense. This is a this is what I call a real life conundrum, my guy. I want to be the people that want to be me. I don't know about all that, bro. Ass know, injections, yeah. ass injections. What you trying to do? I'm trying to get voluptuous like her. But you, you, you don't have thick lips, all right? You got lips of similar to a chimpanzee, even though you call us the monkey. All right, Mike, you're going to have to stop me, bro, because I'm going to go. Right, I'm telling you, bro. 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 I'm telling bro. you, bro. Leave alone, bro. I'm not, I'm not in the mood for this, bro. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. Woo-hoo! Boy, I'm loving it. You, I'm not okay, bro. Bro, I'm, I know. Bro, I know. Hey, but, but at... Your comment, though. No, I, no, I like my shirt and ties, man. Don't, don't, don't be It's serious. not about that. No, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. Hear, hear me. I know. I'm messing with you. I know. It's, I'm messing with you. It's not a dig. If you like to dress up and that's who you naturally are, do uh, what you do. You've been dressing up since we was kids. I, I'm not. I know. Guy. I'm messing with you. Nah, nah, I'm messing. Because so, somebody probably feel how you feel on a real level. So let me make this very yeah. clear. I am not talking about you got to be one way or the other. I know mm-hmm. a lot of smart, educated, young black men 
who just their vernacular has always been their vernacular. My godchildren are like that. They be like, Godfather, how are you doing? To like they pronounce all their words, <laughs> everything. And I just be like, okay. And then what I do is because I don't want to disrupt what they have going what on. What they're doing. Them, yep. I'll be, like, be like, hey, how you doing, God son? This and this. And I speak to them the way that they speak to me, because that's a respecting. I'm respecting you as an individual. But what I'm comfortable doing is this right here. What's good with it? <laughs> how you doing? Bro, you can ask about me, bro. When I was down here in South Texas, when I was around all those lawyers and those judges, you can ask about me, bro. The first black man to be in the position that I was in. We're not going to say it on the podcast, but when I was in the rooms with them people, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, Justice, hey, how you doing? What's good with it? How you? What does that mean, Justice? It's, an, it's, it's, a, it's a term of, of endearment. I will use their words against them. It's a term of endearment. I'm breaking bread. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm saying how you yes, doing bro. in my language. Yes, sir. I, what, what's up with it? I'm, I might have to use that. I'm like, make sure you got some swag to it, man. Make sure you got some spice to it when you do it. Bro, right? I'm talking I'm to judges you. like that, Mike. Bro, I'm with people you. People send people to jail, bro. Bro. Bro, here's a funny thing, though. I've noticed it, too, with myself. I don't, I like, I don't try to change certain words. I'm just like, no, I'm chill. Cool. Like, they be like, chill. Cool. What you mean by that? Yeah. I'm like, everything copacetic. Yo, I'll be, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, I don't realize that I'm saying words that they don't understand what I'm talking about. Exactly. I, I say it and they be like, but then they hear it enough. They pick up like, oh, you saying he's fine. You mm-hmm. saying he's okay. Oh, and and, I, and more more people need to be like that. Stop changing for other people. It's okay to adapt. Don't get me wrong. We gotta adapt. Oh yeah, we gotta adapt. Like, yeah, thrive. You know what I mean? But when you're walking into a room and everybody's speaking a different language than you, a different ebonics than you, and you start to feel uncomfortable, and you start to poke up your chest, and you go, "How how are you doing it?" It's, if it's unnatural to you, what are you doing it for? Maybe you're not supposed to be in that room. Mm. or or because that's the easy one you can easily leave the room i feel like that's too easy right but if the most high puts you in that room maybe, maybe different change to, come on man maybe you're supposed to cage and spice that room up don't do me my man. boy my do boy that. yes sir they they season with butter salt and pepper i'm not saying it's a bad thing but bro, we be putting adobo and Lowry's and we be going hard, fam. Don't Lime give me the juice. spices, baby. Don't yeah, give me the bro. spices, Bobby, man. We be, we be going entirely too hard, bro. Like putting thyme on it. Like, bro, come, that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Spice up the chicken, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm going to shut up, Mike. Ooh. Go ahead, man. You in control, bro. <laughs> Yo, we food, the pain. This is the pain of being a black man, guys. Even though, you know, a lot of this quick to other stuff. I would take it to the next level, right? We brought that up. Why aren't we allowed to show our emotions? We spoke about it. It's considered weak. Considered weak. So what I'm noticing with a lot of my black men that come to therapy that are that feel that they are strong enough to come to therapy because people Gotta get they gotta stop tripping about this. Coming to therapy yeah. don't make you weak. That's a nope. strong ass thing. You gotta be strong to do that because you gotta cry. You gotta get some things out that you've been sitting with with another man. But what they tell me when they come to therapy is like, yo, bro, I didn't think this was possible. 
that I mm. could sit in front of another black man, speak my true intentions, not get judged. I can cry, not get judged, and then get to a solution. Woo! Boy, boy, oh boy. You when I'm telling you preachers is acquired, like, you know, we still, we still, you know, as we prep for our nuptials, me and mm. Steph. Our counselors have, you know, been speaking to us about different things. And to see them look like us and to hear hear words that we've heard before and not be judged is empowering. And people don't understand how much power that is. And he said something very, very significant to me. Oh. That, and you can use this too that these counselors or therapists that we deal with, and I'm talking about you specifically, and then my counselors, they are a gift from God to open up our eyes to see other things that we not understand. <laughs> Mike, I'm not about to be crying out here with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm telling, I'm telling you, yo. Hey, bro, you got it, bro. Um, bro, it, it's... Yo, that, respect, that's, bro. You got it, bro. It's so <laughs> big, it, though. No, but that's so big, though. And that's a major part about us showing our emotions, because I feel like black men as a whole, we try to bottle up and show the macho man. Well, most of us aren't that macho man at all. More of us are more the emotional, sensitive guys who understand what's going on around them and have feelings about different things. And we're, we're talking about the stress that we're dealing with. We feel the pain. You feel the agony. We feel, ah, we feel the regret from our past decisions. Mm. Emotions. Mm. That we don't allow to come up to the surface because they think we are a certain way. We have certain expectations about it. We can't let the stress show. I'm not okay. Mm. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what you want me to do. Like, that was that was deep, bro. Right. I feel like we I feel like we've said almost everything we needed to say is not there's not much more on this topic because it's even though we're saying we're not okay. Some of us are thriving in this. Oh, yeah, chaos. Oh, absolutely. Some are just living, and others are just surviving. Because I feel as though there's it's three, it's three levels to it. It's three different things. Thriving means you're doing better than you expected you would. Mm. Living, you're just doing everything just to get by. And surviving, you're doing the bare minimum. There's another category. What's the other category? Zombies. Ooh, in the zone, living from day to day. I Brainless. get you. Brainless. I get you. Just on autopilot. You're doing it. You don't even know why you're doing it. X. Woo. It's a, it's a final question that needs to be asked. Go ahead, bro. What do you need to be okay, Mike? Ooh. 
You keep saying you're not okay. I keep saying I'm not okay. What okay. do you need, Mike, to be okay? To bring everything back. From you talking about the history, from me breaking down what makes it so painful being Black men. For us to be okay, is plenty of stuff that needs to happen that are outside facts, right? Mm. But the number one factor that needs to happen for us to be okay is to make sure we're okay with ourselves. <laughs> bro, bro, it's like people people always look for an outside answer, but the answers are always within first. Then it could be applied to the outside. Yeah, so, occupation yes. is not a therapist, right? I am you not, sure a you're not a therapist. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm not a therapist. I've just been around long enough, around you long enough to pick up some traits. Nah, you could have fooled me, bro. <laughs> but but I, hey, I, hey, I hear hey, you, bro. hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. I, I'm not a therapist. I, I guess I guess I can say I've been a mentor to individuals. Mm. And the crazy thing is it's, it's not even that I've realized it's not even that I said, oh, I'm going to be a mentor. No, it's not that. Is I get put in situations that I have to be a mentor or my or my skill set comes out of being a mentor. So I don't have to be a therapist. I'm living my life and it's an example and I can speak on my experience. That's what we need to do more. And it goes back to what you say. Each one, each one. Your calling is your calling. Your testimony is your testimony. That's what I'm going to leave at. What you just said. That's how I can summarize that. Facts. To answer the question, mm-hmm. my side of the question, right? What do I need to, you know, to be okay? What Mike said, thousand percent. I still got work to do on the inside. Okay? For sure. On the exterior though all right come on flip side because i didn't bring it up go ahead (laughs) on the flip side though right you took me somewhere and they had 20 acres where you took me Mm. and i i got to see 20 acres in real life and i started thinking to myself yo we were promised 40 acres Mm. and a mule so what I need to be okay is my 40 acres, and I don't want the mule no more. Give me a cow and a horse. If I got to pick one, give me the horse. I'll explain. do the rest. What you mean explain? Ooh. What you All mean right, explain? Nah. If nah, you no, give me mind. the... No, 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 no. no. You, you want me to explain? I'll explain. Okay? Because the cow... The, the cow was a smart bet. Don't get me wrong. Okay? You yeah. Can, you can get pus milk from that. No disrespect to anybody that still drink milk. It is what it is. Pus milk from that. Facts. Okay. Um, you can get your, your grass ate for free. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you can also cut up the cow and you know get your beef from that. Sorry to pet her. No disrespect. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. But the horse. All I need to do with my horse, especially if it's a stallion, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get on. And if my horse wants to breed, because I'm one of them people that I can get in tune with my horse. I'm I can, you know, I'm a bond with my horse. I, that's going to sound a little weird to people, but I can bond mm-hmm. with certain animals. Um, if my mm-hmm. horse wants to breed, 
We'll breed them. We'll go get that bread. Okay. We'll make little baby stallions or, you know, baby, baby, uh, you know, whatever the female version is. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to ride my horse to the store to somebody else's animal farm and buy land animals. And I, I save gas doing it because I'm on my horse. <laughs> what I need a cow for? I can ride my horse to go purchase some more cows. <laughs> you understand, bro? You're, you're a mess. And have kid. fun doing it. I can't ride my cow. Can't build no relationship with no cow. But I, I, that's what I need. I need my 40 acres and I need my horse. Because when I get those, now I got a fair chance. Now I can put on generational wealth. If you don't want to give every black person in, in, in America at this point the 40 acres that you owe us, give us some 20 acres. Oh, my bad, you can't. That means y'all going to have to get evicted out of where y'all at. Yeah. It ain't enough land. They didn't think about that when they threw that in that little book. Oh, we we gonna grant you forty acres of the mule. You every person, even the children. Mm. Nah, they they what they they didn't mean that. You know why? Because you're still one third of a human being. You ask me, what is it going to take for me to be okay? And I'm telling you, based off of the teachings that I have learned based off of the most high and the knowledge that they have given to me from the most high, we will never, I, I'm going to speak for myself, I will never be okay until we unite as a people and give praise to the most high and get our people to wake up. That's the real mm. answer. Hey, you know what? I'm respecting we're going to end it like this. <laughs> Yo, we see y'all next week. We out. We out. We'll see y'all next week. What up, listeners? Mike V here. Hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find us on IG at BMM underscore podcast. On TikTok at BMM podcast. Facebook, just type in the Batman Misunderstood podcast. And then you can find the Neighborhood Therapist at the Neighborhood Therapist on IG. And you can find myself at Mike B underscore BMM on IG. And if you want to connect with our producer... The DJ himself, Mr. DJ Daxter. Check him out at DJ Daxter on IG. All right, folks. See y'all next week.